The Peak Performance Mentor Podcast. The podcast for coaches and athletes where we talk about mentoring and developing athletes of significance. Each week we interview coaches, sports industry experts, and leadership gurus to mentor you beyond the X's and O's on your quest to achieve significance and peak performance in your personal life, professional career, and with the teams that you coach. It's so true because think about any goal you want, any pain point you have, you either need to change your behavior, start doing some things, whether it's, oh man, I need to start going to the gym, I need to start you know, reaching out to more potential clients, whatever it is, uh, it's either a behavior or a feeling. If it's a feeling, it's, man, I feel sad, I feel depressed, I feel, you know, like I'm not doing enough. So it's one of those two things. So I would say get a mentor, somebody who's done it, or a coach, and learn from them. Start doing personal development as well, which has helped me immensely. I listen to podcasts, I read books, I go to seminars. I'm constantly feeding myself. And if I need to change my behaviors, I'm willing to start doing that. If I need to change something the way I feel, I'm willing to do that. Episode 19. My guest today is Quentin McCain. I got to meet Quentin McCain recently at a speaker's retreat and we've been involved in doing some speaking engagements over the Phoenix Valley. He has an interesting story. He has a story that is proof that a tragedy can awaken the inner power within you. Having a little relationship with his father, he was raised as an only child by his single mother in a low-income suburban Phoenix, Arizona area. This environment coupled with his own anger led Quentin to some troublesome teen years. He was well on his way to becoming yet another statistic. Then it was one night everything came crashing to a halt, literally when he fell asleep at the wheel while driving home late one night and collided head-on with a light pole at a high speed. This was a near-death experience and made him realize that something had to change in his life, or his life just might end. Refusing to stay asleep at the wheel of life, Quentin dove deep into his own personal development and is now committed to mastering the knowledge and skills to transform the lives of others. What I love about Quentin in my discussions with him is he loves to empower youth. He wants to work with the youth. And as we are talking with you coaches out there, I think he's got some incredible knowledge he can bring to us through his own journey, his journey of significance that is going to help us become significant with the people that we work with. Quentin, welcome to the show. I'm just honored to have you on here. I know we've been trying to get you on for the last couple of months, and it's great to have you. Did I miss anything in that story that you'd like to share with us before we take a deep dive into the game? No, that was excellent, and I am super excited to be here. Uh, I love you, and I love what you're doing with the show, so I'm, I'm very excited to be here. But, uh, yeah, you hit it right on. You know, I uh, kind of grew up having some struggles with, um, you know, hanging out with gangs and running the streets, and, yeah, it just caught up to me. You know, there's been multiple instances, you know, where, you know, getting in trouble with other, other groups, you know, fighting, and, um, yeah, it caught up to me one night just was partying too much and, you know, everything in between, and I fell asleep at the wheel. Um, and, uh, yeah, crashed into a, a light pole. I uh, broke my right femur in half, chipped my right hip, broke three ribs on my left side, which punctured my lung. So it was uh, uh, <laughs> eye-opening experience, to say the least. 
I've heard you share your story a couple of times, and we'll take a we'll take a little bit more of a dive into some of the things that we've talked about as we go throughout the show. But what I'd love to do is just hop right into what we like to talk about. Is we like to talk about mentors. Obviously, through this transition that you've had in your life, this idea that you woke up and you wanted to you wanted to stay awake in this wheel of life and start to really empower other people. And you've had to have some mentors along the way that have helped you along that journey to help you get to where you are. Can you maybe speak into one or two of those mentors and how they've helped you in your journey? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, one mentor that comes to mind is Wyatt Earp, right? And uh, a lot of people laugh when they hear that because of the Wyatt Earp, the old Western uh, hero. But, uh, yeah, Wyatt Earp lives out here in Phoenix, Arizona. He's actually a descendant from the Wyatt Earp. And uh, he's just, he was just a great mentor to me. Um, I met him when I joined uh, Toastmasters in uh, Central Phoenix. And, yeah, I mean, he, he really cared and took the time when I was looking to get into speaking and mentoring and coaching people. And he just really showed me the, the ropes. And, I mean, I, I can't thank him enough. So when he talks about showing you the ropes, it was maybe one little trick or one little trade that he's talked to you about in speaking. And, and the reason why I want to bring this up is we have coaches that are working with, with athletes and, number one, also trying to develop themselves. We need to teach this idea of communication. So is there something that you really you got from him in terms of this, this mentoring and speaking? Yeah, most definitely. So uh, one thing that stands out is that no matter how deep, how tragic, uh, no matter how uh, intense the story is, you always can add humor to it. Wow, yeah. And, yeah, and that really stood out to me. You know, he told me a story, you know, and I'm not sure if uh, this happened directly to him or somebody he knew, but he told me that uh, somebody asked a question once to their mentor, and they said, uh, do I always have to – have humor in my speeches and the person said only if you want to get paid <laughs> so that that was something that kind of stuck out to me that was pretty cool yeah that that's actually a pretty powerful statement i think we, we both know who rick miller is um our, our, our rick olson i'm sorry rick olson who talks about you know the power of humor within your stories and trying to bring the power right. A power of humor within our stories, and that's an that's an important piece. You know, I I do want I want I want to take a dive into another mentor that you know I don't know if you're going to bring it up, but I think it's so important that we bring it up because you guys are in business together, and um, I, I know she's actually walked you through your journey, has been there through you every step of the way. I mean, every step of the way. Can you talk mm -hmm. about how your mom has been a mentor for you, and a, and a little bit about give us a little bit of the backstory about you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's been the biggest mentor to me, really. Um, you know, even when I was going through those struggles when I was a teen and, you know, running the streets, she was there every step of the way, never lost hope in me, never lost faith in me. You know, um, I mean, I can't thank her enough. She was there from day one. Um, as far as our journey together, um, we kind of got into the actual personal development realm around the same time, which is pretty interesting. So someone, one of my friends gave me a, a CD from Jim Rohn, right? Um, and this CD, he just said, hey, man, this is pretty motivational. You know, just check it out, right? So I listened to the CD, and <laughs> to say the least, it was pretty uh, mind-shifting. <laughs> so... Um, 
I listened to this CD and I'm like, wow, this is, this is pretty good. So I let my mom listen to it too. And she's like, wow, this is good. (laughs) So from that one CD, we started getting into more personal development. Like who else is out there? We started reading books, going to seminars. And that's pretty much how we kind of got into the personal development realm. Just from one person, let me borrow their Jim Rohn CD. <laughs> Great. And, and, and that actually goes into um, a, another question I'd like to ask you because I think it's, I, again, this goes to you and I talking about the, you know, what your journey has been. And I, I follow you on Facebook. I follow you on, on LinkedIn and some of the things you're doing. Let's talk about you being a mentor to others and, and what that has meant for you. I, I really want to know what it means for you as you have started to mentor the, these, these young men and women that you've had an opportunity to talk with. And I know you've been in Mexico. You do some things here in the Valley in Phoenix. Um, I'd really love to know more about your experience as you've started to mentor others. Yeah. So I think um, a lot of people can relate to this as a coach that it came kind of naturally um, in the way that I was always kind of that person where people came to me with certain issues or, hey, man, you know, what do you think about this this problem I have? Um, I guess I was kind of easy to talk to. So it kind of started that way. And I really started delving into it because I used to work in the Arizona Burn Center with ICU burn victims. Um, so I see you burn patients, and um, I worked there for about eight years, but towards the last couple years that I worked there, um, I started doing something a little different. So I worked in physical therapy, so I helped with, you know, their rehabilitation, uh, helping them to learn to walk again, um, stretching them, exercises, casting, splinting, things like that. Um, so when they saw me, they weren't necessarily happy all the time because, I was the bringer of pain, right, in their mind. Um, But what I started doing is I started going into their rooms when I wasn't doing therapy. And I started going into their rooms just to talk to them. You know, hey, what's going on? Uh, What kind of goals do you have once you get out of here? Uh, You know, what's on your mind, right? And I noticed that it helped them a lot. They loved it. And that really was like the the, – flick of the light switch for me and was like, man, this is really helping people. I mean, if I can help people here, you know, what else can I do with this? How else can I help people just through the power of conversation and, and uh, shifting mindsets, right? Uh, and what, what I just heard you say is really in that last statement you just said, that, 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 that whole power of conversation, the power mm-hmm. of connecting, uh, how, can, how can we really – how can we help our, our, our athletes? How can we help those of the people around us? It really comes to just can we connect with them? And we connect with them very simply through conversation. And for you mm-hmm. to just say, I'm going to go into, I'm going to go into the rooms and just talk with them outside of what, the normal, what my normal job is. Sit down and have a conversation with someone. And I, I just love hearing that and, and, and how that's helped you in terms of your growth as, and, and mentoring these young men. Do you have a success story you can share with us about somebody you've mentored? Oh, yeah. I have, <laughs> yeah, I have multiple, yeah. But um, one that comes to mind is actually uh, through the Burn Center. And um, it was actually a young lady. So 
with this young lady, she had a history of in her family. Um, I mean, you name it. Uh, she ended up getting burned. Of course, she was she was uh, very obese as well, and she was young, like you know, I want to say she was about eighteen or so. And yeah, she was one of the first people that I actually started going into the room and just conversating with, and just kind of you know, let's talk, right? What are your goals when you get out of here? And one of the things I realized, and it's not just with, you know, the hospital, it's all over, is that, you know, once she was down, she felt like there was no future. And I'm like, man, she's so young. Like, how can you just say that it's over, right? And she really said she didn't know what she was going to do after she got out of the hospital. You know, she had no goals, nothing. And as we started talking, you know, she realized that, it doesn't stop there in the hospital. Just because something happened to you, it doesn't stop there. You can still move forward. You know, and I saw this shift throughout the next uh, few weeks working with her. And, uh, I mean, it was like night and day. You know, she she had a better attitude waking up in the morning. She just, you know, looked happier, you know, and she, she told me that, hey, you know, I really like you coming in my room and talking to me about these things. It really helps me. So that was uh, pretty big for me. Wow, that's, that's a powerful story. And what I wrote down, this is what I wrote down, is life does not stop. You can always be moving forward no matter how bad things get. And for, for, as, I, as I'm writing that down, I, I'm thinking about both being mentee as a mentee how am I, how is I'm being mentored by somebody as well as as I'm mentoring others that can I always keep that in the forefront no matter how bad things get, life is not going to stop and that you can always take a step forward. No matter how small that step is or how big that step is, you can take that step forward. Yes, most definitely. Great. Well, before we go into the halftime, we're going to take a listen to our sponsors from College Fit Finder. Today's recruiting process is getting crazy. College Fit Finder is a solution. Let's be clear. Grades and ability mean nothing if a college coach doesn't know who you are. You need to be proactive. Be relentless. Otherwise, someone else will be taking your spot. If the college coach doesn't know you exist, can they really be recruiting you? College Fit Finder provides solutions for high school students and their families to combat the obstacles faced during the college recruiting process. Volta has partnered with College Fit Finder on our Athlete of Significance Recruiting Education Program. Whether you use College Fit Finder through Volta or contract with them directly, they will provide you with the tools you need to navigate the recruiting landscape. Connect with them today to discuss your situation and the solutions that are available to you. Quentin, as we go into halftime, we like to explore halftime very similar to the way we would a game. This is where we get to give our team two to three key points to help them in their second half of their journey within the game to have success. We like to call these our speed round questions. So one of the first questions I have for you, is there a current book that you are reading or what is your favorite book that you have read recently that can help our listeners on their journey of significance? Wow. Uh, one thing is I, I've been an avid reader, so I, I'm reading probably about a book a week. Uh, maybe two sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. But I think um, one of the books right now that I'm reading is called Start With Why. Um, it's by Simon Sinek. 
And uh, I haven't completed the whole thing, but I'm already getting some good things from it. Uh, Start With Why is kind of about, it's not always about the what and the how. It's the passion and the reason behind what you're doing that really creates success. So I think that's that's a big um, you know point that anybody can take and utilize in their life is why are you doing this? What's the real reason behind it? Yeah, understanding your purpose is such a powerful tool as you start on your own personal journey. And I, I even know from my own experiences, uh, I struggled with what I was going to do after I was no longer going to be coaching college soccer because that was my why for so long. Um, and it, it, it took me, you know, the four or five months to really figure out what that why was. And once you figure it out, all sorts of things start to come into play for you. How about a daily habit? I know a lot of the people that I've studied, my mentors that I've studied, uh, individuals that I've been talking to on this podcast, I've learned so many things about daily habits that have led them to be successful and the things that they follow every day. What are you following every day? What do you do every day as a daily habit that helps you on your journey? Oh, man, I love this question because I'm real big on on morning routines. So what I do in the morning is I make sure when I wake up that I activate mind, body, and spirit. Um, and for um, every person, that could be different what you do for those things. But for me, uh, for mind, I will make sure that I do some visualization. You know, what are my goals that I'm um, wanting to to reach currently and in the future. Um, and I'll even visualize my day a lot of times. But visualization is a big part of my routine um, because I believe that if you can see it in your mind, then you'll be able to materialize it as well uh, in, your, in your life. Uh, so that's for mind. Um, for body, I will make sure I do some kind of exercise. And for me, I don't get super strict on myself because I think that's when a lot of us fail when we see this huge goal. But for me, if I can just get the blood moving, I do some push-ups, some jumping jacks, some jump rope um, at the very least. And on the, on the larger scale, you know, I'll take my, take my butt to the gym, right? But if I do something to get my body moving and get the blood flowing, uh, I've, I've hit that goal. And then for spirit, for me, I'll pray. Uh, meditate and just you know connect um, so that's what I do for my morning routine mind body spirit I, I like it I love it how about a quote I you know I, I have a couple of quotes that I have posted in my office um, do, do you have a quote that, that kind of keeps you grounded or keeps you focused on on your uh, on your journey every day uh, yeah most definitely so uh, I'll share two with you is that all right yeah that's great yeah, so the first one is kind of what I live by, like, you, like you're saying, and that's by uh, Martin Luther King Jr., and that's uh, you may not always see, uh, see the entire staircase, just take the first step, you know, and I feel like that's how I live, you know. I don't know exactly what everything's going to look like. I don't know how it's going to unfold, but as long as you keep taking steps and moving forward, you're, you're going in the right direction. And how about the second one? Uh, the second one uh, kind of relates to, to mentoring, in, in my opinion. And I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but it's Antoine de Saint-Exupéry or something like that. But um, it's, if you want to build a ship, don't drum up the men to gather wood, divide the work, and give orders. Instead, 
teach them to yearn for the vast and endless sea. Um, and I, I just think that's super powerful um, because it goes right along with what we're talking about with mentors. You know, our job is to put that spark in them so they want to do it themselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is great. That, it actually just reminds me of this weekend when I was, was coaching this weekend with a group of, of young men, and we were on the field, and you, know, you could just tell that they were tired, and you know they, they were excited about they had made the championship game, but they were also tired. And I, I just told them it's, it's not about winning, guys. Just enjoy the journey. And, mm-hmm. and, and can you just enjoy the journey you're on right now Look at where you're at when you started. Look at where you are right now and enjoy the journey. And whatever, that, whatever happens through this, if you focus on the journey, you're going, to have a, you're going to have a memorable experience out of this. And I think that's exactly what you're saying here is don't worry about all the details sometimes. Focus on, exactly. focus on that journey. And, you, and when you focus on that journey, it gives you that, that real desire to continue the journey because that's ultimately what we want. Great exactly. stuff. Let's, let's go into that second half, and the second half is, for me, this is where I, I learn so much, and I think this is where all the learning takes place. Um, I often share with our audience, and they probably hear me say this over and over again, that my young son came to me one day, and he's, he's, he's like a little inventor in himself, and he said, Dad, did you know that Thomas Edison never failed? He just found 10,000 ways that things didn't work. And I, I, just, I just love that, that statement that he shared with me because it just talks about this idea of embracing adversity and failure. So can you share with us where you've had some, some failures, some adversity in your life, and we've already heard a little bit about that, that has led you on this journey of significance in your life and why it's so important to embrace failure? Yeah, yeah. I, I love this because – um, actually, in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is uh, something that I study extensively and help my clients with, um, there's, there's a, a saying in NLP, and that's that there's no such thing as failure, only feedback, right? So I really uh, try to live my life this way and try to look at things in the way that, okay, this happened to me, but what lessons can I pull out of this, and how is this going to help me move forward? I mean, a big failure, uh, if you want to call it that, is, for example, when I got in that car accident. Um, because of that car accident, I had some struggles after that, um, not just physically, but um, I was about 18, and I was in my, my senior year in high school, and because of that car accident, because um, it was around May or something like that, uh, I, didn't, I didn't graduate in 2004 when that happened. I didn't graduate. So when I was in the hospital, um, you know, I, I basically tried to do some work for the teachers that sent me the work. Some didn't, and I, and I had a few credits that I, I still needed. So after I got out the hospital, I had to enroll in a, another, uh, like, charter school and finish up credits, you know? So that was something that back then I was like, oh, man, I should be out of high school. You know, I'm embarrassed because, you know, um, people are like, oh, you know, how old are you? And I'm, like, a little bit older than 
than the other kids. And, you know, you have to tell them that you, you know, you didn't pass when, when you were supposed to. Um, so, but looking back at, at that now, that's an experience that just added to my story of my life, right? And I can use that for my mentoring, my coaching, my speaking um, for stories to inspire others who go through similar situations. Yeah, and, and again, just listening to what you're saying as I'm writing this down is that each one of these times that we have have this adversity, we have these failures. They, we need to, we really need to embrace them as part of our story, because it, our, our stories matter. The stories that we live, the stories that we tell matter. And I, I'm, I'm going to venture to say, Quentin, over the course of your of your of your journey. You have run across some some young men, maybe some young women that might have had the same experiences or similar experiences that you've had. Would would that be safe oh, yeah. to say? And, oh and, yeah, most definitely. And so as you as you run across them, what's it been like for you to share your experiences with them and how your story was similar to help them with their story? I love it because I'm big on stories, uh, just like you said. I I love stories and. Uh, actually, one of my favorite things, uh, when people tell me things, uh, you know, of adversities and obstacles that they have, is I like to tell them it's all a part of the story. That, that's what I say to them. It's all a part of the story. And I say, imagine a movie, you know. It would be boring if the movie was just happy and, you know, flowers and unicorns throughout the whole thing, right? Um, a movie it has these high points. It has these low points. The star is going through all these different things so that at the end, you can be like, wow, this person made it, right? We're rooting for them. It's the same thing with our life stories. It's not just going to be, you know, peaches and cream throughout the whole thing. There has to be ups and downs. That's what makes a good story. So at the end of our lives, when we're, you know, in that what we call the rocking chair moment. <laughs> You're in your rocking chair talking to your great-great-grandkids. Uh, you have a great story to tell them and help them throughout their struggles. Yeah, great. That, that is just absolutely great stuff in terms of when you're talking about it. It's all about the story. And the, that, that we have to have ups and downs. Um, you know, I, I think the downs are what make the ups so much excite, so, so exciting. Yeah, you know, that, that, that you know, the, the, it's those down points that make the ups more rewarding as, as we go through them and, and we start to experience those ups um, in our lives. Hey, as as we finish up this game that we like to call, we go into the locker room. The locker room is the legacy questions, and this is really my favorite part of the podcast because as I've been able to talk with our with our guests and have them talk about their legacy they want to leave and how they're leaving that legacy, I, it, it's just so exciting to hear about what you're doing. So my first question in the locker room is, of the legacy questions is, can you share with us right now what you're most excited about what you're doing? Um, what I'm most excited about, is, well, first of all, I, I try to keep really, really busy with the things that, that I love, you know what I mean? So um, I'm doing a lot of speaking um, and, you know, inspiring you know, all different types of audiences. Like you mentioned, I, I went to Mexico a, a couple months ago, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always stretching myself, and that's what I tell others to do as well. Um, I did my first 
speech and 100% Spanish in Mexico at the University of Sonora. And uh, I was scared as heck, you know, like people are like, oh, of course you could do it. You know, you've been speaking and all that. And I'm like, no, I was terrified, <laughs> right? Because, I mean, I'm bilingual, I speak Spanish, but creating an actual speech and, you know, trying to read the audience and all these different things, that was a, a big stretch for me. So, I mean, I'm excited about that and uh, what other doors that may open up, you know, um, speaking in Spanish and coaching in Spanish. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, what I wrote down, it, it, just stretching yourself. You have to. I love that you're excited about stretching yourself because when you become excited about stretching yourself, that, that's, where, that's where more and more opportunities are going to continue to come your way. And that, you know, we, we need to get our kids excited about stretching themselves, not be excited about the same old thing. Yeah. Here's, the, here's that next question. What do you know that we need to know in order for us to grow? Good question. So in order to grow, um, I, I think there, there's two things that we need to look at. One is every single one of us that knows they need to grow or has that little itch or that pain inside, like, man, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. It's always either you want to change your behaviors, right, or you want to change your, your feelings. And that's actually something that I, I got from Tony Robbins. And it, it's so true because think about any goal you want, any pain point you have, you either need to change your behavior, start doing some things, whether it's, oh, man, I need to start going to the gym, I need to start, you know, reaching out to more potential clients, whatever it is, uh, it's either a behavior or a feeling. If it's a feeling, it's, man, I feel sad, I feel depressed, I feel, you know, like I'm not doing enough. So it's one of those two things. So I would say get a mentor, somebody who's done it, or a coach, and learn from them. Start doing personal development as well, which has helped me immensely. I listen to podcasts. I read books. I go to seminars. I'm constantly feeding myself. And if I need to change my behaviors, I'm willing to start doing that. If I need to change something the way I feel, I'm willing to do that. So behaviors or feelings are the two things that are, you know, pretty much everything. <laughs> right. Good. So let, let's finish up with this legacy question with our very last one. And, and this is one that you, you, you might have touched on a little bit, but I, I'm still gonna, I still want to hit home with it because I think we need to really understand this. Is Can you share with us one of your big aha moments in your journey, whether it was one, the one that happened back when you were 18 or one that might have happened 18 days ago? What has been a big mm -hmm. aha moment in your journey? Honestly, it, it's, been, it's been an accumulation, really. But I would say the biggest aha is realizing that my thoughts are what create me, right? Um, when I was, you know, running the streets and things like that, I created that for myself, thinking that that's all there was for me. But once I realized that I can be and do whatever I want to do, that's when re things really shifted for me. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you, you, just, you just wrapped up the podcast just with that one statement. That, that is fantastic. Realizing that my thoughts are what create me. Um, 
there's my aha moment for the week itself. I love it. <laughs> Man, that was just great. Okay, let's let's great finish. Let's go into the post game because you you you've shared a lot of information with us. You've shared about your story. Where our audience knows that you're out there speaking on on a number of different uh, platforms. How do we reach you? How can how can how can our audience go out and find out where you're at and how they can how they can connect with you? Whether it's bringing you on as a speaker, bringing you on as a mentor, or, or particularly a coach. Yeah, most definitely. So. Uh, social media is always a good way. You can find me through uh, Instagram as well as Facebook um, at Coach Hugh McCain, um, or just search my name, Quentin McCain. Yep. Good. You've got a website too, I believe, right? Yes, indeed. So uh, the website is just my name, QuentinMcCain.com. There is a there is a book that my mother and I wrote. Um, it's called Think on These Things, which helps a lot of youth uh, as well as adults. Um, and it's really a 99-day transformation. So you only read one page a day, which we made it like that because I, could, I couldn't sit there and read a whole book when I was younger, you know, or before I really got into reading. So one page a day, and it has a journal aspect uh, to it as well. So you can write down your, you know, action plan, uh, positive thoughts you have for that one day. And it's a Yep, 99-day transformation. And you can get that at thinkonthesethingsbook.com. Thinkonthesethingsbook.com. Okay, good. I love it. Quentin, thank you for taking the morning to spend uh, some time with us on the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you on here. Um, and, you know, again, I look forward to connecting with you again at the speaker's uh our speakers program that we uh, often go to together and continue to share our stories with each other. And I wish you the best of luck as you continue on your journey of significance. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast, where each week we look forward to mentoring you to discover significance and realize that your own peak performance extends beyond the field. The Peak Performance Mentor Podcast is brought to you by Volta, where athletes of significance are born. Learn more about the Volta programs, the Athlete of Significance Recruiting Education, the Athlete of Significance Coaching Education, the Athlete of Significance Sports Camps, and the Athlete of Significance Mission Trips at our website, www.voltacoach.com backslash AOS.